welcome to Death Holler, the place of haunted hearts and haunted homes. We welcome you to Death Manor, the home that boasts the most ghosts. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Take a look around. You might see someone that you recognize. Do you hear those voices? That's just the Reverend Dr. Death and La Arena. They're so happy to see you. Sit back and relax. Make yourself at home. Your new home. And remember, when you're in Death Holler, listener discretion is always advised. We hope you enjoy the show. Bonus discussion. Uh, we're going to cover Garfield Halloween special, uh, aka Garfield in the Skies, which came out in 1985. Uh, directed by Phil Roman, written by Jim Davis, music by Ed Bogus and Desiree Goietti. And principal players, uh, we have Lorenzo Music, who plays Garfield, uh, the fat, lazy cat, only interested in eating and sleeping, primarily eating lasagna. And of course, he eats candy, candy, candy. Um, candy, 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 candy. Already mentioned candy, 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 candy. Already mentioned the real Ghostbusters coverage, so not much to cover Lorenzo Music. But God bless, does he not sound like Bill Murray in oh some my of God. these scenes? Yeah. <laughs> No, I know. Like, I was when I was watching it. I was like, "Fucking, why isn't it just Bill Murray?" <laughs> I know we get I mean, down to that later on, but I mean, the the scene in particular that I'm thinking of is whenever he first comes back to John dressed as like in the pirate suit, yeah, and just some of the stuff he said. It's like he sounds so much like Bill Murray. I'm like, it's dude. Like I, I mean, there's a reason they cast him in real Ghostbusters, and there's a reason also that Bill Murray's like, get that fucker out of there. He sounds too much like me, you know. Yeah, because Bill Murray's <laughs> such a fucking diva. But okay, wait. So why did they get Bill Murray to do a later version of Garfield? And not uh, probably because of the link. Like people are like, you sound just like me. And he's like, well, okay, I'll, I'll just do the movie. I mean, like, did he just totally like, th- is that a diss to Lorenzo music? Was he not available? Uh, he he probably, I mean, the, I don't know when Lorenzo music, if he, if he, he might be still alive. I don't know. I'm not trying to speak out if he, if he's still alive, I'm not trying to say that he's dead or anything, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know anything about him past that point, but it's just like, I guarantee you that they, knowing that the, there's always been that, you know, thing out there that the two sound alike, who has the bigger draw in a movie theater? Yeah. It's going to be Murray. Okay. Um, and then for reference, uh, Lorenzo Music did die in 2001, and the movie Garfield was in 2004. Okay. So that, that makes so sense. So there's that. Okay. Um, but it's almost like the new controversy that there, that's going around about Chris Pratt playing uh, Mario in the new Super <laughs> Mario Brothers movie. Like, they have uh, Martinette, who does the voice for Mario in every other fucking game, who can still... I mean, he's, he's a voice actor yeah why, why not get him to do the the cartoon movie but who's got a bigger draw at the box office it's chris pratt so yeah. put his name up on the billboard damn um he 
spoiler alert, he sounds like fucking Chris Pratt. <laughs> like, there's, there's, he don't sound like Mario. I mean, the movie looks good otherwise, but you know, it is what it is. Chris um, Pratt should have did like a, a his own version of uh, an Italian voice. That would well, I think over. he's got like a little bit of an edge to it that's got like a Brooklyn sound to it because you only hear like one thing out of his mouth in the in the trailer. So I think he, well, you know what he actually sounds like? He sounds like he's doing a Captain Lou Albano impersonation, which is hilarious because anybody from the 80s or grew up in the 80s or, you know, especially or late 80s, early 90s, knows that the Super Mario Brothers Super Show had Captain Lou on there as Mario. And, you know, he didn't sound nothing like, you know, Martinette, but like, you know, we all accepted it. We all thought it was all right. So uh, in the trailer is the one thing he said was it's a me. <laughs> and you can barely hear a little bit of a New York accent, like uh, just a little bit. That's kind of embarrassing, but okay. Uh, we have Tom Huge playing John Arbuckle and Binky the Clown. <laughs> uh, one is much too passive and patient owner of Garfield, and the other is as Bozo the Clown parody, which is frightening and annoying. Do you think that, <laughs> oh my God, why am I drawing a blank right now? The clown from The Simpsons. Krusty. Krusty. Uh, Is he just like some fucking fucked up version of Binky? Uh, Krusty (laughs) is a fucked up version of a clown. Yes. He he very well could be a fucked up version of Binky. I mean, like, they're they're pretty close. I mean, uh, we have Greg uh, Berger playing Odie and also the TV announcer. Oh, my God. Which Odie's the lovable, but super dumb dog. Uh, we have C. Lindsay Workman playing the old man, the creepy storyteller that has was a young cabin boy when the pirates buried their treasure. And we have Desiree Goetti who playing the uh, woman at the door wow. uh, whenever she comes to uh, uh, deliver the, or she's like, uh, you know, talking about how they're cute trigger treaters. And then, you know, she barely gives them like a piece of candy and then Garfield threatens her. He's like, you, you might be giving us some more candy or you get walking the plank. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, synopsis woken up way too early by an annoying as fuck Binky the clown uh, Garfield uh, hears he can get free candy by dressing up he recruits the help of Odie because hey two bags means twice the candy and the two end up in a spooky Halloween adventure with ghost pirates before the night is through Garfield will prove that he isn't a scaredy cat it's the one thing he's not yeah <laughs> over and over <laughs> <laughs> All right, discussion. Scared cat. (laughs) It's the one thing I'm not. Uh, I love this thing. I love this fucking. Uh, This is. I can't rate this on any kind of legitimate scale because this fucking thing is so much nostalgia for me. (laughs) This is the thing that I would come home from trick or treating and start like picking through my candy and start eating, and and I was watching this because this was always on. You're preaching to the choir. We we dubbed this off the TV with our VHS. Oh my god! We figured out when, like, I, I think around like age five and six that you, we could run the the cable through that. So we had we had stolen cable growing up. We would run it through the VCR and then run it to the TV. We figure all this out because parents didn't know any of this stuff. So we figured <laughs> out you could do it and you can dub it. And then we found another VCR. We used to dub everything that we when we rented movies. So anything that came on. <laughs> We would dub, we dubbed this. We dubbed the um, the Claymation Christmas special. Like everything that came on that we liked, we dubbed it onto a VHS tape, and we we, we recorded in EP mode. So you had like eight hours of recording. 
So we had like tons oh, and tons of stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, those were the those I've, were the days to be like. I still have some VHSs somewhere that have like Nicktoonathons on there that are oh, you know the EP shit. like eight hours and all that stuff. The kids don't know because they find it so inconvenient when Netflix removes something from its library. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, where am I going to find this? That was the early days where you could just copyright anything immediately. Boom. Put some some tape over the front of the VHS on on that little square, and then you can go. Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I remember we we go because we were like broke kids dumpster, dumpster diving all the time. And anytime we found old VHS tapes inside the dumpster, it was like a score. It's like, boom. Yeah, because you could easily record over top of those, like, no issue. And that's what we do. Like, we used to dub everything over it. It's just like, boom, library. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know you could actually do that even, like, with VHS tapes that you bought, like, that were from, like, studios yeah. and stuff. As long as you did, like you said, you taped over the one portion on it, you could record over them, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you get about a good four times of recording over it before the video quality starts taking a dive. <laughs> Uh, what were you going to say, Urena? I was only able to see this when it was on TV. So when I caught it, I caught it. And I was lucky to catch it uh, prior to, I mean, this was not long after. God, this was like a year after I got diabetes. And Halloween was a very rough time the first few years because my parents just didn't want to even tempt me. So they wouldn't let me do anything Halloween related. Oh, it sucks. Yes. So it was to, for me to not get hurt by seeing the kids getting candy. And I had even promised them. I was like, please, I just want to get dressed up and go out. Like, you know, can, can we please just, you know, and I'll dump the candy. I don't, I don't care because I didn't. It would make me sick back then. We didn't have the technology we have. So, you know, they were busy trying to find things for me to do. So I wasn't even able to, like, sit in front of the TV or anything. I don't know. It was like they were trying to distract me from the fact that it was Halloween. And so, like, maybe at my grandma's house I saw this or something like that. So I remember that it was only a handful of times. It wasn't something I got to see on repeat. Um, I always remember watching this, and then it was followed by the Disney Halloween treat that they used to do. Oh, which- Yeah. Fuck Disney for not putting that on Disney Plus. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I mean, they've got like snippets of the different things that made it up, but they're, it's not the the whole special that used to be on. But, um, you know, you had the whole, the whole episode where, you know, uh, Donald's like nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie came to him and they were trick-or-treating and he was being a bastard. And so the witch has to like, you know, play witch trick Hazel. on him. Yeah, um, and then you know you and you had that one scene from Fantasia where the demon in the mountain, you know, was like oh, yeah. you know summoning the spirits and and all that stuff, and like even the spooky skeletons and the you know the, the merry Skeleton melodies dance. that were like dancing, and it was that and this is the two things I remember watching like consistently year after year. Like it was like my favorite thing. Like I'd get to go and enjoy Halloween, like all the, you know, seeing the different decorations, you know, having people, cause back in the day, like people would actually dress up and be part of the decorations. And you'd be like, is that a scarecrow sitting yeah. there? Is that like a, you know, and then they fucking scare the shit out of it because of course they put the bowl over there on the other side and you had to cross, you know, in front of it. Yeah. You couldn't get away with that shit. Now, if you tried that, like you'd have Karen's all over you. There's no way that that, that would work. But um, it was it was a fun time, and and this movie and this this special is just like it's got so much nostalgia. Like it just takes me back to that time, and I love it. Yeah. like every bit of it. We do have that and, Disney Halloween special, so the kids watch that every year. 
No, we don't. Our computer is broken. I gotta oh, build wow. a. I gotta, okay. I gotta build a new computer. This will be the year they are not watching it. You know, I found that on YouTube like a few years back, and I was having so much fun watching that. Like, I was like, "Oh shit, I can watch it again." And then, fuck Disney, they did it again. Yeah. It was like, cause, uh, I went back the next year, and it was like copyright, you know, stricken, removed. You know, I was like, I was like, if you're not going to put it on Disney Plus, let somebody else post it on, you know, YouTube or something. Yeah, could be I mean, a little bitch, Disney. <laughs> um, visuals. I love the fact that this movie completely changes its like, or this this cartoon completely changes its art style when you get to the spooky stuff oh yeah like it it complete like the the old man and the ghosts themselves are completely animated in a different style and a different like in a way than what garfield and Odie are like whenever they're interacting with them i you and know it, i have to be honest with you i don't i didn't quite even notice that until now that you're saying it yeah it's it's i mean because they even move differently like they're more fluid than like Odie and them are like yeah, you know, there's more a lot static, of detail you know yeah the detail of the old man is really what sells it i like the lighting like on his face or how they how they light him up just to give it that spooky campy feel the, the, well that's what i'm saying the yeah. detail the level of detail that goes into that character is insane there's especially for all the, the yeah, all the warts on his face, like the wrinkles, like they stand out so much because they're so detailed versus like, you know, the regular cartoon that Garfield, like the style that Jim Davis had. Yeah, just like looking at John, then look at that character. You get to see the drastic <laughs> dichotomy difference. And I love this because, I mean, this gets into the story part of it, and I'm just going to mix all this stuff together. I love the fact that it's, it's actually got a threat to it. That's the one thing that I argued, or if you remember on Hocus Pocus 2, it's like they removed all of the threat from the Sandersons through through that. It's like, yeah. oh, we're going to throw out, you know. This is a cartoon. This should have been like, you know, all that schmaltzy, like, you know, your your main protagonists are never in danger, blah, blah, blah shit. But when Garfield gets out and, he's, and him and Odie are first out trick-or-treating and, they, and the Scaredy Cat song comes on, He's legit like picking up like the their Halloween costumes and there's fucking monsters underneath them. Like that, oh, that yeah. was like mind blowing for the time. It's like you you added some threat to this thing. That's I mean, so funny. And that's not even counting the fact that whenever they get to the actual haunted house, like I mean, those ghost pirates are legit trying to kill them. Like, I mean, you know, of course they don't. I mean, you know, it's because it's kitchen, but they're trying. I mean, you know, it's not like they're just like, ooh, well, we're gonna leave you alone because you're a cute cat and no, they're gonna fucking kill them for being there. Well, way to go, Reverend. Now I have to break put this down as a spoiler review. <laughs> we just going out of people need to see this anyways. Yeah. Um what, I mean, what do you all think about that stuff? Like, I, I, I love the fact that they went there with it. Like, I mean, you know, it, it was at a time when a lot of things were just so, like, sugary sweet if they were for kids. Like, they refused to, like, have any kind of thing like that in it. I mean, I okay, as a kid watching this, it was, like, it was shocking to me seeing, like, you know, the feet under the ghost costume. You know, that was, what, a, some kind of fucking... Bigfoot or whatever, yeah. uh, the the scary ass skeleton ghost face, and feeling like I was watching a different cartoon when you see you know the old man telling the story, but it was almost a giddy feeling for me. It was like oh my god, I get to watch something scary. My parents don't know. Oh god, you know, don't let them know I'm watching this because I was I was I was more sheltered, so it was kind of exciting for me. What do you think, Noah? 
<laughs> I have a totally re- different perspective than my wife. I, I liked it because it was, it, was, it was just a Garfield cartoon. Like, to me, it wasn't... I was already watching, like, over-the-top <laughs> horror movies at this point. Yeah, so it was nothing to you. To me, I, I just liked Garfield, and it was, I, I liked the story. It was... I used to watch the Garfield show. I used to watch the Garfield cartoons that were on Fox in the morning, but I wasn't, I didn't consider, for whatever reason, didn't consider myself a huge Garfield fan. No, but I'm saying, to, like, your perspective is, like, it was something that, that you weren't really allowed to engage in. But mm-hmm. to me, it was, I think more than anything, my, our parents were probably happy we were watching yes. this instead of watching everything else we were watching. I was not, I mean, I, I'm not saying that I wasn't into horror in general, like at the time that I was watching this, but it wasn't like the most I'd ever seen was literally like the old universal Frankenstein. That was like, and and that actually scared me as a kid. So like, I mean, I wasn't, you know, jaded to any of this stuff yet. Like it was, it was going to be about probably four or five years later, whenever Return of the Living Dead just fucking like ripped that bandage yeah. off. But like this was, you know, you're talking like eight, nine years old, whatever, you know, like whenever, I mean, whenever I was seeing this, maybe, you know, or somewhere around that time period like this, I mean, like I, I that's why I thought it was neat that they actually had the, the spookier stuff in it. Yeah. I don't know. It was just that kind of excitement for me. So. To, to me, I just like it because it it's the nostalgia side of it. Like it would, it's it's a good cartoon. It holds up to this day. You can watch it over and over. It's a staple for like the like any type of holiday season. Just like the Donald Duck stuff is, and all and all those. Oh yeah, it just brings I don't know. It's it's it brings that warmth, you know, of the the spirit of the season, if you will. I will say, having never seen the fog, it is fucking funny watching this cartoon now. Like you guys said. And putting the two together. And it's like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. And if you Google it, by the way, which I did, not a lot of people make comparison of the two at all. I just think it's funny because even when the ghost pirates are moving in, they've got that glowing effect. Yeah. The the misty glowing effect. I mean, it's like it's it's almost it's ridiculous how close. I mean, it kind of is to the fog in that way. Yes. It's, I don't know. It's, it's pretty funny. Story, well, the it's story. years later and, you know. What, what year did the fog come out? 1980. Uh, 80. 80. Yes. Yeah. And what, what year did that Garfield cartoon come out? 85. Oh, 85. Oh, yeah. So they, have, they had time to work on that. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know why the comparison doesn't come up more because it, it I mean there is a lot of stuff that kind of you know clicks that way. I had to go deep um, on Google to find one article where the person not only makes reference to it, but there's photo photographic like proof. He's like, okay, here, check this photo. Look at this. Look at that. Basically, the ghost, like you're saying, uh, the old man. He compares the two old men telling the story. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm curious how many people nowadays because we have a lot of these old cartoons that I. Anytime I ran across one, I, I, I rat-holed it and put it on our server. So, like, we, we have a, a litany of these old ones that, that I grew up watching. And my kids have got to watch them since they were kids growing up through, through the last couple of years. So, I'm just curious how many other people le- are, are kind of pulling these things out of the, out of the history box. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't i mean because these are i mean i could see somebody saying oh well whatever i mean and some people nowadays are like oh this is too scary for kids which what I, whatever i mean i get That's so sick of that too scary I mean, for kids there are parents that think 
that movies like this are too scary for their youngins, and they're going to have to wait before they can see them. Who? They're out there, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. I'm, people I mean, must think you, I'm a fucked up person when I was like, yeah, I'll be watching horror movies with my kids since there was like five. It was earlier. I think it was like four. Over-the-top horror movies. Literally, Safina, it was four, I believe. Um, I mean, I could definitely see this being introduced to a kid like when they're five or six, like no problems. Like this is, I mean. Five or six? This I, is a young one for kids. I think, honestly, they could start watching it as soon as they're watching well, cartoons. I'm just saying, even if you're being overly cautious. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Five or six. Like it's not, you know, there's nothing, there's no reason not to. But, you know, like I've seen so many people, and maybe it's because I, you know, live in the Bible Belt or whatever and like, you know, anything that's got like, you know, whatever in it, that it's like, oh, you're going to burn in hell because you're showing them like these undead creatures or whatever. I, I Like they try, like I heard people when Harry Potter, I mean, this is the kind of place that we're in that like when Harry Potter first came out and got famous, like there was literally like a store manager or assistant store manager at a place that I worked at and he came over and we were playing it on a TV just because like, we were supposed to have cable hooked up to it or satellite, you know, and it wasn't working. And so we had to have something, you know, for the patients to watch while they were coming in to get their medicine. And he came over and he literally told us cause we was playing Harry Potter. He's like, you know, that's witchcraft, right? You yeah. know, that, that you're going to burn in hell for showing that. And I'm like, time period are you fucking from is what i wanted to tell the, the asshole i'm the like 1700s who thinks that is anymore? calling you yeah like what are we doing dude <laughs> but i'm telling you that's the kind of shit that we're doing like i i have a church that's literally across the road from me and i and it doesn't matter how much i decorate my house it doesn't i mean i'm right in the middle of town you'd think i get ton of trick trick-or-treaters no they carry a trunk or treat over there and that is the end all be all whenever they get to that church that's where it stops like there's i mean that's how what's where halloween begins and ends because that's how it's done around here that is crazy yeah we were worried because for a while a trick-or-treating was kind of dying out here and it it, thankfully COVID happened because it took off for COVID for whatever reason it was like fuck you i'm bringing my kids yeah it was wild in our neighborhood and it took off and it has been great since obviously it's only been one year one halloween since but um and then we have neighbors down the street that really fucking go off with their house literally i'm just thinking the whole idea of trick-or-treating is get as much candy as you have so any light that's on that's a potential candy exactly go get it yeah we're like i said we're literally across the street cross corner from this place had lights on had decorations everything nobody like they went there and they're like yeah well we got enough here we don't have to go anywhere else that's insane i don't know i mean even even fucking disneyland it was funny when we went with the kids when they were a little bit younger for it was on halloween and they give you these teeny tiny little bags, okay? And I was laughing when we first got these bags. So candy I'm like, everywhere at yes, Disneyland. But, like, these bags, they expand. So we started off with a bag that looked like a Ziploc, and we left with one that looked like a gallon Ziploc. It was insane. And they were like, okay, no, really, it's enough candy, because we had, like, our backpacks full at this point and everything. Like, no. And they shove their hand in there, which expands the bag. The bag doesn't rip. I don't know. Apparently, it's indestructible. It's plastic, by the way. It looks like those party bags you get at birthday parties when you're passing out shit. So you can't have plastic straws, but you can't have plastic bags. <laughs> Correct. And plastic-covered candy. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. How does that work? Trick-or-treating, man. Uh, Garfield really, uh, he really does bring the importance of trick-or-treating in this movie. You know what? Is trick-or-treating any more? Trick-or-treating is a pinnacle of a capitalist society, in my opinion. Because it all re- is predicated, you want candy? Put some effort in. Yeah. Go you out there, yeah. grind it. 
That's a, that's the whole idea is going out and grinding, trick or treating for four hours to get the biggest yield you can. And we do. Yeah, not just driving driving to a church parking lot and then, yeah. you know having a few you know cars opened up and just grabbing you know no. handfuls out of some buckets. You get together with your <laughs> friends and you go on an adventure and you just try to find as much as you can. And whatever you can carry, whatever you bring home, you can keep. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I think that's the reason I love this so much. This captures the essence of what trick or treating is like perfectly in the sense that it's it's dark out when they're going. The, I mean, they're going on an adventure, like they're seeing all this like spooky stuff on the way, and then like the it just the scenery, especially at night, whenever all the lights are shutting down, and he's like, "I'm not ready to go yet." There's lights across, yeah. the, you know, the river, and like just that whole creepy vibe of it being so dark out. Because I mean. You know, that's what it's like here whenever it, you know, gets around that time of year. It's like, you know, you start at like six or seven. Well, it's dark by like 730. So you're still trick or treating in like darkness, you know, like it just has that vibe to it. You know, it's funny is uh, this happens every year, but we when we shut it down, we shut it down. We turn off all the lights. We don't leave any kind of inkling that, hey, you can come up and there's any candy, but we will still get fucking hood rats. Oh, yeah. Like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Just knock and piss that we're not answering the door. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't look. I don't mind. That shit doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I, I love trick or treaters. Don't get me wrong. But come on. The fuck. It, my house is dark as fuck now. Yeah. Go home. I always tell my kids all the time, like you can you can get as much candy as you want. You have to carry it. Yeah. Nobody else is carrying it. Oh yeah. If you can't carry your candy, we'll start taking it out of your bag and eating it for you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'll carry it. I got this. I can carry it. What do y'all think about the music in this? I know it's like Kitty, yeah. but like there's a couple of songs in this. That I like the music. I just love. Yeah. It's good. It just goes. It just goes with the whole fucking vibe of the of the whole cartoon i know scared cat and then there's the the, the thing that i love is the uh the yo ho ho, oh, ho yeah. over the river you know like that that whole thing like it just kind of plays into it um gives it a sense of adventure yeah the only one i don't that i'm kind of iffy on but i like the scenes that go along with it and speaking of another uh you know animation that they use is a scene where uh, what can I be? Do, 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 you know, like there's so many things to be. And like, and when he says he dresses up like the, the big scary black cat or whatever, like that's a totally different animation style. Oh yeah. You know, Cause it's a, you know, he's a way different cat whenever they, they draw him for that. But that's, I don't know. That song's a little on the, the cheesier side when I watch it, but even then I kind of enjoy this cause it, you know, it plays into the whole thing of the fun of like trigger training. It's like you're, you know, picking out the, you know, actual costume and all that that goes along with it. Well, here's the thing about that song is the visuals were good. I mean, it brought home everything that was being sang, sung about was happening in front of your very eyes. I think if it hadn't been done as well, that song would have been really annoying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Acting, I mean, it, the voice actors do a great job. I mean, for the show, I mean, I, I mean, they emote. I mean, like Binky, like <laughs> <laughs> so loud and so annoying, but that's the way the character's supposed to be. Um, I love, I love the scenes where uh, Garfield and Odie like start freaking out and they just you know start screaming and like running in circles. Like I don't know, just something about that just uh, cracks me up every time I watch it. Um, especially uh, the scenes where they, you know, it's uh, the scaredy cat song or whatever. They just, you know, run away and then they come back and start singing again. Um, 
And it, I don't know if you caught this. I've always heard this, like, personally, and my wife mentioned it one time when we watched it together. There's a scene where Garfield, like, you know, is like they get caught. Odie and him get caught by the ghost because Odie sneezes. And I want to say that, like, it's it sounds like, you know, Lorenzo music, but it sounds like whenever they're getting ready to leave, it's, it sounds like Garfield says, oh, fuck it. And, like, they just, they, they like, bolt out of there. Like, did you, uh-uh. you all hear that? Like, it cracks me up every time I hear it. I know he said something else, or yeah. I assume he, he is, but, like, it just says, like, oh, fuck it. You know, did they get out of there? Uh, I need to watch it again because I, <laughs> I did not catch that, but now I'm curious. <laughs> it's just barely in there, but... I watch this thing every year. It's one of my Halloween like go-tos. So that's, you know, uh, I've seen it quite a bit. It was one of the first things whenever I, I found it on like a DVD or whatever, I was like, I'm buying this. I'm I don't care it. how much it is. Um, you're going home with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, anything else you want to say about it before we get in a small amount of trivia for this one and then wrap it up? Uh, well, no, I'll save this for the end, but, um, it's just, I don't know. Let's let's save it for the end. Let's get into trivia, and then we'll we'll give our final thoughts. Okay. So the boat that Odie and Garfield used to get to the haunted house is named Carolyn, which is a reference to Garfield creator Jim Davis's first wife. Aww. Um. Uh, this is the first Garfield TV special to be based on original content. The previous TV specials borrowed plot elements and jokes from the comic. Uh, while Garfield is wait 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 TV wait 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 wait. wait. Try- Based on this is the first Garfield TV special to be based on original content. Yeah, that somebody else created named uh, John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> well, true, true, touche. When Garfield is flipping TV channels trying to find Binky the Clown in the opening scene, one of the channels features Orson Pig from U.S. Acres for a brief second. I always kind of like those two if you've ever seen that. Whenever it was like Garfield and Friends later on in the 90s, it works in like the, the people or all the animals that are on the farm. I, um, I didn't know. I did not make that reference. Uh, Castle Thunder sound effect is heard multiple times throughout the, and that's just that, you know, like that echoey, like thunder sound or whatever. It's heard yeah. multiple times throughout the scene where the old man tells Garfield and Odie about the pirates burying their treasure. Um, and the comic adaptation includes extra scenes where Garfield steals a ring from the pirate's treasure and he and Odie are confronted by the ghost pirates after they get home. Garfield then returns the ring and the pirates vanish. So in the comic, the pirates actually follow him all the way home to get that ring back because Garfield took it. Mm, that's a little scary. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ratings. Oh, you, you want me to go first on this one? I'll go first on this one since I was the last one. Uh, I think that my excitement has given it away from me that I did like this. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, I mean, obviously there were no kills in this or anything like that, but I don't know. The nostalgia enough for, is enough for me, and the excitement of Halloween that... I, a, a chunk of that was missing from my childhood at no fault of my parents. They were really young. You know, they were just trying to help something that was very life-threatening. So they didn't want to tempt me, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But also what they took away from me during the spooky season was the spook factor. They really did kind of protect me from that as well for a while. And then my mom introduced me to Night of the Living Dead. And we know how that went. Um, <laughs> but long story short, this is a five for me. It's just, it just has, 
everything that encapsulates not just trick-or-treating, but Halloween. You know, the excitement for me, the trick-or-treating, the picking out your costume. It's always a fucking hard decision. I'm fucking 40, and it's a, I, I, I want to be something every year still. Yeah, it's, it really does a good job of all those things. Yeah, I love it. Um, five out of five for me, nostalgia, you know, kicks it in there. Like I said, it's, it's a go-to for me. I mean, it just takes me back to, you know, simpler times, happier times that were like come back from trick-or-treating back in the day, whenever you, it actually felt scary to be out trick-or-treating, but scary in a safe way. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, this was prior to, you know, all the, the meth that like hit this area real bad, you know, and all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, when you went to some, I mean, but there was a little bit of threat there. Cause like I said, there was always somebody trying to play a prank on, you know, that was giving the candy out. So oh, was yeah. That. Which is oh, and, uh, still amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love it. Now I, I would say maybe for modern audiences, I could see, I don't know, knocking it down a little bit. I mean, I, I don't personally see that, but I'm going to say the nostalgia also f- factors in there, but I, I would still rate it four out of five. If you, you know, were trying to show it to your kids and I, I fully agree with you, you could show it down like even, you know, younger than that. But I mean, if you're going to be ultra conservative at, at five, you know what, the, you know, I mean, at least, um, and unlike Hoax Pokes too, like I said, again, the protagonists actually have a threat in this, like, yeah. they're, you know, they're scared and actually, cause that's the, that's the worst thing about Hoax Pokes too. Like the main characters don't even care that the Sandersons are after them. Yeah. Like, they're unfazed you know, by it. They're just like, how are we going to outsmart them? Yeah. But in this, like Garfield and Odie are scared as shit, even yes. though he's not a scaredy cat. <laughs> he, he actually, you know, he's scared a lot. So, uh, I- <laughs> he has to it's like he has to convince himself that he's not as scared as he actually is yeah he's he well he's pumping himself up he, especially in front of Odie he can't look bad in front of Odie I mean that's that's just him and I, I'm gonna give something out there like that, that I love about this I love at the end of it where Garfield for the first time that I ever remember seeing actually has a change of heart like you know Oh, and he actually gives Odie the candy to acknowledge the fact that Odie did fucking save his life, you know, several times, you know, over the course of the night, especially in the scene where he keeps him from drowning or whatever. Uh, I've seen um, that before in some Garfield uh, shows, maybe co- every now and then Garfield does. It's not every time. Um, but I did want to say that um, my kids who have been watching horror from a very, very, very young age, uh, bad parent admission i've said that many times here on this podcast they they do love this so look at you don't just because you let your kids watch horror at a young age doesn't ruin you know authentic halloween uh specials cartoons whatever you want to call them shows for kids they still love it and they love they both love this i know that they do uh so there's that that's awesome all right noah what's your rating uh i made him disappear he he okay. actually funny story he he really wants to make tamales so he's like i have to go get these started i'm like okay well we'll oh, see you okay. later okay. What, <laughs> the what white th- man what, what is making is, tamales what do you think his rating is though? uh i'm thinking he's gonna give this a five out of five i mean as as thrilled and excited as both of you were we're super giddy over this especially for me to make the connection of the fog and this together which again can i just say i cannot believe nobody puts these two together it's identical. How many people are out there that have not seen this special? 
or the fog. Well, I think it's a combination of the people who's not who've seen the special, haven't seen the fog, or vice versa. Like, yeah, if they saw them. They you know, especially if they watched them back to back, like I did for this. It's like okay, clearly, you know, there 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 was some influence there, one way or the other. I almost wish that. I had just been told to watch The Fog, and we had not made the Garfield connection because I would have watched The Fog and been like, wait a second. This is just like that one show. I can't quite put my finger on it, and it would have, of course, been the Garfield Halloween special. (laughs) I would have been like, oh, my God. I don't know. But you're right because I had seen this, but I had not seen The Fog. So... Yeah, and I now was that way for years. Like, I only saw The Fog in, like, well, I want to say the last three or four years. Like, you know, that's the first time I'd seen it. And, like, so that's why when I watched it, I was like, wait a minute. Like, the, the 100 years thing? I was like, that is so close to Garfield. And then I watched it, and I was like, yeah, they had to have been. 100%. Know, they got the ghost pirates. They got the glow. They got the, well, kind of the fog. They got the fucking captain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like all of it. I mean, and they're and and they're even searching for gold. Like it's just, yeah, you know, like it's in a different form, obviously, but they're still searching for gold. That's so funny. Um, I I mean, that's that's it for me. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Any, any plugs that we need to throw in there before we head on out of here? Um, no, not at the moment. Just we're still working really hard on the episodes. Uh, I mean, this will already be out by the time our uh, reviews of Bly Manor and The Turning is out, but we have a lot that's out right now. We recently reviewed the, uh, God, why can't I think of it right now? Barbarian film, Spoil all spoiler reviews, as well as uh, Munsters and Hocus Pocus 2. Yes. So go take a listen. We are trying to get more video up. I know people are liking the video, which is awesome. Um, but until we can get that perfected, again, remember, folks, we do this for free. <laughs> we are not and paid in our, in our spare time so, in our spare time a, yes we have I jobs it's even worse than the the cost like i i think i could probably handle a little bit of a cost but that time is hard to you know like come up with the time is more expensive <laughs> and more valuable than uh than it, what it costs for us to put these together there's that because we love doing it so working on it we'll try to get more video out um get, you know give us some thumbs up if you like if you like what we're putting out there, and talk to us on social media, man. We're, we're down for some conversation for sure. And with that, peace be with you. And with your spirit. I may be lazy. I may be fat. I don't do laps. And I do not chat. I may be selfish, yeah, and all of that. But the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. I may be bossy, I may lack grace. I don't do sit-ups to trim my waist. I may be thoughtless, yeah, and all of that. But the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. I don't have charm or much pizzazz. I don't chase mice and all that jazz. I may be sassy, yes, and all of that. But the one thing I'm not, yeah, the one thing I'm not, I say the one thing I'm not is a scare.